Hey, I'm Jared. And I'm Sam. And this is Culture Catch-Up, everybody's favorite pop culture podcast where we rewatch childhood favorites, movies we missed, and everything in between. Don't forget to subscribe to Culture Catch-Up wherever podcasts are available and follow us on Instagram at Catch-Up Culture. What's up? Hey, everybody. We're back. Welcome to season two of Culture, culture Catch-Up. Catch We're finally reviving... Our little COVID quarantine baby project. Yeah. It's time to bring it back. It's been a long enough hiatus. We're ready to come back, though. Ready to shed some, uh, share, not shed, share some movie <laughs> joy some with light. you all. What are we shedding light <laughs> well, on? Well, we can shed some light on where we've been <laughs> for the last year, year and a half yeah, since we, the last episodes went out. It's been a minute. We decided to bring back the old pod and kind of make some changes, so... This year we're going to, or not this year, I guess, we'll probably put out. This season? Well, this will be the only season this year yeah. because this year is ending, but we're going to call this season two. Because we decided that's way more manageable to do this in seasons yeah, rather than just overwhelming. like a continuous string of episodes <laughs> that have no end and then until we like cry in a fetal position every time we have to start recording because like there's so much to do <laughs> yeah, and we don't want to have to do it and turns out this a lot, is a of, lot work of work this, so. But anyway, so welcome to season two of Culture Catch-Up. We're really excited to be back. Yeah, we are. We attempted to restart Ye Old Podcast a whole year ago and mm -hmm. actually recorded three Halloween-adjacent episodes. Yeah. Well, I guess they weren't all Halloween, because the one we were talking like, about today wasn't like Halloween. when we were wanting to try to start yeah. releasing them again or something anyway, like that, but yeah. we've re-listened to those, and we're only going to keep the one, which is what we're going to chat about today. Yeah. The others were trash. Yeah. What were they? They were Beetlejuice and yeah, She's guys, All That. You I don't think. need to watch Beetlejuice Yeah, you don't anymore. need to watch Beetlejuice. That's our quick episode, everyone. We'll see you next time. But yeah, you don't need to go back for Beetlejuice. That one for both of us, that's one that has always been like, man, that's a, like a Hallmark Michael Keaton movie that I need to yeah, see. Yeah, you needed to see it. And I saw it and was just didn't do it. We just didn't have me. much to say about it. Yeah. So, But we do have a lot to say about A, a League of, of Their, their own. own. Wow. We're like... In PR hosts. Yeah. That was just right really in sync. With None each of this other. is practice. No. So today we're going to talk about a league of their own. We're going to play you what we recorded about it from a whole year ago. Mm -hmm. So keep that in mind that it's a year old. So still golden, just references might be a little outdated. Probably not, though. I feel like it's pretty good. It's a good episode. You're yeah. going to enjoy it. Um, it's a great movie, of course. Uh, the reason we wanted to do it a year ago, oddly enough, was because news had just come out that Abby Jacobson was making a TV show based on it. Right, on Amazon and Prime. And as we all know, that show is now out. Yes. <laughs> I've been about now a, a month or two or something like that, I think. We have really great timing. Yeah. And um, we are watching it. Yep. We're, We're about halfway, halfway through, through it. I think. Um, so before we get into that, maybe let's talk about what else we've been watching yeah, during yeah. this very long hiatus. Well, we won't go over everything we've watched. Because that's a in lot. We year. still have watched a lot of <laughs> stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but what are you watching lately, Jer? Mm, let's see. I did actually finally start after it being a show that I've always had in the back of my mind as one I've wanted to start for a while. Finally, well, not, I can't even say I was in the right mind or like headspace to watch it because a clip of the show came out on Twitter and I saw it and then I've watched the same clip over and over probably like 50 <laughs> times because it's just so damn funny. But I've started watching What We Do in the Shadows. Finally. FX. Yes. So are you enjoying it? Oh, yeah. I'm only very early on. I think I'm on the fifth, sixth episode of the first season. Oh, and but enough it is to know that you're going to enjoy that it. It is right up my alley with the type of humor that it is. I kind of, it's a mockumentary style where basically this film crew is following around a vampire, 
a group of vampires that live in Staten Island. They were like sent over from Europe way back when to like dominate and and conquer the Americas and put it under va- vampire rule. But these three vampires, Nando, Nadja, and Laszlo, they just came over, then just got to Staten Island and were like, this is good, and just like <laughs> settled there and just went about their merry lives. Uh, so it's following them and their assistants that they call familiars, uh, or technically Nando's familiar, Guillermo, who's played by uh, the guy from, the guy from uh, Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist, yeah, Harvey, yeah. Harvey Guillem. And stuff like that. So, like, he, he's pretty funny, too, because he wants to be a vampire, but he's just a human. But he's been a familiar for Nando for, like, ten years. And Nando doesn't notice. Like, in the very first episode, he gives him a anniversary present for being his familiar. And he's like, here you go, Guillermo, a present for two years of dedicated service. And Guillermo says, it's been ten years, master. <laughs> just, but the the comedy is all, like, really sharp writing. The, it's very funny jokes, but there it's also somewhat of a dry style of humor. But the clip that got me was one from Laszlo, uh, who's played by Matt Berry, who just has impeccable delivery of like all of his lines and his inflections into his voice. I can't do it, so I'm not gonna try to do it because I can't Please do don't. it justice. But it's just the I don't want you to embarrass funny- yourself. <laughs> it is just the funniest line that he delivers, and so uh, maybe I don't know some way we can share it or something like that around this episode, so people can. Well, see and it, you but- watched an episode yesterday while I was kind of like working in the kitchen, only half paying attention, and yeah. I w- was not even. I don't even understand the storyline or what's going on, and it was making me giggle. So yeah, I'll, I'll, it's pretty funny. I'll join you for the ride of that every once in a while. Yeah, but what have you been watching? Well, speaking of Taika Waititi, together we have been watching Reservation Dogs. Yes, which is a great show that everybody should go watch. It's also on Hulu or FX, whichever. We're, it's in its second season right now and was just renewed for its third. Yeah, which well, is I great guess news. This week must be the second season finale. Yes, sadly. Oh, yeah. man, that sucks. Darn. Bummer. Um, but yeah, we highly recommend it. It's about some kids in Oklahoma and it's kind of shot in and around where Jared grew up, which is fun. Yeah. But also it's just a really well-made show. Yeah. We're not watching it because of like the ties that Jared has to it necessarily, or, you know, the ties he has to the filming locations. At right. Least. Um, it's just a really, really good show. It's super funny. The kids are all really great actors. I feel like kids, they're not kids. They're, they're all adults. Like between 17 them, and 30, are, but yeah, you know, like late teenagers. Yeah. But it's been really funny. Such a good show. Very heartfelt. Mm-hmm. It's made me cry a few times. This but it's fun. like it's got it's it again has great humor. It's got a, those great like sentimental emotional moments and stuff in it too. Uh, and yeah, another Taika Waititi project. So that's really cool. And this season they've done a few standalone episodes that kind of don't tie into like anything else that's going on, which have been really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, we highly recommend the one where all the grown women go to a conference and do <laughs> drugs. It's very, very funny. Yeah, yeah that, that was, was a high the, point for me this season. Yeah, in season two. It was great. Great episode. But yeah, so what have you been watching by yourself, though, on your lonesome? I, of course, have been rewatching the same old shit. Somehow I'm in the middle of watching Will and Grace yet again. But um, I did just watch the season of Queer as Folk. Well, the season, the only season of the remake of Queer as Folk. Yeah, sadly it was canceled, but it was really good. Um, Kind of upsetting. It had some hard shit in it for sure, but um, it was really, really fun. It was really pretty to look at and it was pretty funny and very sexy. Mm -hmm, mm Mm-hmm. But I really enjoyed it. I'm sad we won't get any more of it. Yeah, and and pretty. Am I? I well, I know Kim Cattrall's in it, but is there any other big names in it? Or was Ryan it? O'Connell, who made Special, is mm, in it? Yeah. Um. And then I knew the guy from Hacks that we knew. Uh, oh, John Sibley. Yeah. 
Johnny Sibley? Yes, he's in it as well. But no, I don't think so. I don't think I knew oh, anybody okay. else. Maybe from I was it. just thinking there were more people in it because oh, of Kim Cattrall. Oh, uh, Ed Begley Jr. is in it oh, for okay. like a hot minute. <laughs> he's somebody's dad, but he's not. He doesn't matter. He's like a schmuck that we don't even care about. Sure. But no, I don't think there's anybody else unless oh. I'm blanking. Okay. It has made me want to go watch the original Queer as Folk that is from. I don't know, 15-ish years ago, probably. Mm -hmm. But, of course, I can't find it anywhere online. Oh, that's surprising. I know. Maybe it will now that this one got canceled. They, like, maybe Maybe there will be a resurgence. Because they were like, no, we need people to only focus on this one. But then nobody did. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, I I would be willing to look to hunt for that one, though, to maybe find DVDs or something if I had to. Because I'm sure I would enjoy it. Let's go hit up our half price. Let's go see what we can find. Well, I think that's it, though. I don't know. I yeah. mean, of course, we've watched a lot again, but I can't even think of any high points. Well, really. I mean, we got to save some of the other things we watch for other episodes, that's too. That's true. Because you know, we got to share what we're watching to keep the good people informed and up to date with what we're doing. So you ready to get into it? Let's get into it. Although, you know, as we said, we won't really be getting into it because this recording is a year old. But <laughs> here we are talking a year ago about Jarrett's first time watching A League of Their Own. Enjoy. So, um, Jarrett has not seen League of Their Own. Have not. What do you know about it? Or, well, we've already watched it. What did you know about it? Yeah. Anything? Are there lines? Did you know who was in it or what it was about or anything? I think I knew. You had to have known there's no crying in baseball. I actually don't think I did know that line. You've never heard that? No. Like, you, you, the scene came up when we were watching the movie and you were like, you know, and here comes one of the most iconic lines. And I had to, and I was sitting there trying to think of like what it could be. And then he said, there's no crying in baseball. And I was like. Okay, I think I maybe like heard huh. the phrase before, but had no idea that it was related to a league of their own. Yeah. So yeah, so when so you were like, I really didn't have anything to go off of. I think I knew Tom Hanks was in it. Okay, but so I think, you don't know anything. Yeah, about but movie. I thought he was kind of like a uh, <laughs> reporter for uh, some reason, not the manager of the team, not one of the main characters, yeah. not the coach. Yeah. Well, that's kind of fun. I didn't realize you knew so little about it. I guess we didn't really talk about it much before we watched it. No, not really. Uh, well, we watched it because um, Abby Jacobson, who we love, we're big Broad City fans, is currently making a TV show based on it or, you know, a remake or some reimagining something related yeah. to it uh, that we're really excited to watch. And I know they're currently making it, so it's going to be a while before we get to watch it. But yeah, it'll be good. We thought we would go ahead and watch the movie. All right, you want some quick little facts about it? Yeah. A League of Their Own came out in 1992. It is PG, which makes sense. I didn't even think about how clean it was, but it was definitely pretty clean. The uh, quick little rundown is two sisters join the first female professional baseball league and struggle to help it succeed amidst their own growing rivalry. <laughs> which Jarrett pegged within the first 45 seconds of the movie. Yeah, that, but was it's little, fine. yeah that was a little easy of a lead on to pick up on. It made us go down a little wormhole the day we watched it because it um, is directed by Penny Marshall. So we were looking at Penny Marshall and Gary Marshall's IMDb's a lot. Um, they have created a ton of content that I have always loved. So that was fun. Uh, top cast. Top cast? What do we call this? Top gun cast. Top cast. Is Tom Hanks, Gina Davis, Lori Petty, and Madonna. Oh, and we'll go as far as Rosie O'Donnell as well. Oh, yeah. Um, Anne Cusack is also in it. Joan and John's sister. Which I did not know that they had another Cusack. Yeah. And then um, I feel like the rest is like a whole bunch of names that you don't know, but you see the people and go, oh, hey, that guy. Yeah. John Lovitz has a, a part in it. 
It looks like Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 79% on the tomato meter, which like, pfft, screw you. It should, <laughs> 79%. Definitely be, should definitely be higher than that. Although the audience score is only 84%, so not that much higher. I think that feels... What do people not like about this movie? Oh, you would rate... What would you rate it then? Higher! Like a 99, 98? Yes! Oh, okay, 100%? Eh, maybe not, I don't know. Uh, let's get into it. Okay. The first thing I wanted to point out to you is that the older actor they cast to play Gina Davis's character is not Gina Davis in old makeup, which seems weird. Why would they do that? Well... It was her voice dubbed over. Right. That's what makes it weird. Right. Because like it, at the end of the movie, you know, when they have a reunion of sorts with, mm-hmm. all, the, with all the team, and they're, all their, it's, they're obviously not the same actors. No, totally different actors. But they get to use their real voice. Mm-hmm. I don't know why it was so important. For it to be Gina Davis' voice. For it to be Gina Davis' voice. voice. That just seems like a lot because, of like, work. I feel, yeah. And I feel like it's not hard to just know that, oh, this is her, but older. Right. It feels Done in weird. many, many other movies that way. Like, it is kind of, that is a very weird choice that I don't understand. It was super weird. Um, did you know that this was a Hans Zimmer soundtrack movie? I did not, but was excited to see that when it popped up, his name popped up in the opening credits. What did you think about the music throughout? Did you pay attention to it much? Not as much as I thought. I, like, at that moment when I saw his name, I, like, heard it and I was like, okay, this sounds very Hans Zimmer. But, you know, thinking, sure. looking back on it now, no, nothing's really, like, standing out. Maybe as, it wasn't very Hans Zimmer-ish. Maybe. I just heard those woodwinds a little bit and everything was good. I was like, hi, <laughs> You yes, love a woodwind. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, speaking of the music, uh, the first song that plays is Now and Forever by Carol King. And it really set the scene for this being a movie in the 90s. Yeah. It wasn't even so much the song itself, like, sounded necessarily like a 90s song. Just somehow how the just juxtaposition of what was going on with the music and like how and what time it like kicked in. I was like, sure. Oh, this is a very like nineties movie thing. Yeah, to do. It was super weird. I couldn't even explain it. It just really made me feel like we were in the nineties. Yeah. Maybe Carol King's voice sounds like the nineties to me. <laughs> well, maybe three or four minutes into the movie, Jarrett literally said out loud, Oh no, always living in sister's shadow. <laughs> About the younger sister, Kit, right? Kit, is that her name? Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. Kit and Dotty. Did, Kit, yeah. Well, I'm tripping all over myself. Kit and Dotty. Yeah. That was just. I don't know. Just how they got recruited by John Lovitz when he just like rolls into town to watch their game, and then like only will take Dotty if Kit comes. You know, or will only no, take Kit if Dotty joins. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, that's not going to sit well, Kit. You can just tell. She wants to break out of this town on her own and be her own person. And now she's going to live in Dottie's shadow forever. I should have just turned the movie off and said, well, you figured it out. We don't Nothing need to watch to it. See. Um, what did you think about John Lovitz's uh, very campy bits? Oh, I mean, he was like the stereotypical like 1940s dude, you know, like who was always trying to like make a deal or pull one over that With you like see. a tiny cigar hanging out the yeah, side of his mouth that you always see in like those movies is. the stereotype and and so like he, and he, he had was a really, really thin, funny gross mustache <laughs> yeah not not a good look but uh he was pretty funny for the few little bits that he was in especially it was funny when he leaves uh dotty and kit after they go on a few recruitment trips and he's just like okay well i'm out of here and they're like wait you're leaving and he's like yeah I, I this think, is all i do, this is all I, go, I, do. I gotta go find more ladies so bye <laughs> he's just gone and we never see him again he was a great character. Um, you know what I always struggled to watch as a kid? I remember this being on TV 
Oh, we didn't talk about my history with the movie. Oh, yeah. I remember it being on TV a lot, and I remember watching it a lot, you know, like most Tom Hanks movies. But what always made me sad and was hard for me to watch was the first few scenes with Marla. Yeah. The girl that they won't take because she's not pretty enough, and then Dottie and Kit, like, take a stand and say, well, if you don't take her, we're not going, because she's a, a great ball player, and they just don't want to take her because she's not as pretty, right. which is so shitty. And her dad says, you know, to the guy something like, I raised her on my own. That's why she's a little rough around the edges. Don't punish her because I, I wasn't up to par kind of thing. He just like, wants man, what's best for it. It's so it's sad. Rough. It's a rough scene. And so sweet. Um, but later, spoiler alert, she finds a man and gets married and at the wedding kisses her dad on the <laughs> mouth for way too long yeah you were just like oh no that's enough i did that's not remember enough. that it was disgusting <laughs> well the as far as one-liners nobody cries there's no crying in baseball i think is the only one that's the one that you pointed out that i can really think of um but there was another great jimmy dugan moment that is tom hanks's character um Dottie asks jimmy if he's ever been married and he says, yes. And then she says, any children? And he says, yeah, one of them was. Oh, yeah. <laughs> As if one of his wives was a child. Yeah, that's. Uh, it was really it's a gross. Real, it caught us off guard. I will say we were both like, wait, what? I just wonder if this is one where Tom Hanks watches it now and like cringes at him saying, at himself yeah, saying it's like, something like that. Why does like that need to be a joke in this that was weird. family flick? But man, that, I will say that was one of the things that I wasn't expecting as much. Again, not knowing anything about the movie, I was surprised how much of a dick Tom Hanks was. Sure. It's kind of fun though, right? Yeah, it's different. You know, like I'd well, seen and obviously him play, he softens throughout. And, right. Yeah. As he gets more used because, you know, he's at the beginning of the movie, he's an alcoholic and he's drunk all the time and doesn't want to be coaching or managing the women's baseball team and all this. And so he's just doing the least amount of effort possible. And then, yeah, slowly softens, slowly grows and, you know, grows into his role and becomes friends with them all and stuff like that. But yeah, it's just kind of, I can't really think of another role that I've seen Tom Hanks in where he's been just mean for the sake of being mean and stuff. And just, you know, I like, I can think like, I can't think of anything Private either. Ryan, he's gruff and he's, and he's firm, but you know, he's an, he's an army commander, but he's not like mean just to be a mean person. Right. No, I don't know that there is another one. Yeah, not that I can think of off the top of my head. How strange, good guy. So Tom yeah, Hanks. so it was a it was a, a weird turn to see him, but he did it really really well. I mean, obviously, yeah, sure. It's Tom Hanks. He's, he's very funny in it. <laughs> yeah, I love when he freaks out at the kid and throws something at him. The one of the players has a son who she has to bring along because her husband doesn't want to have to babysit basically the whole time. And uh, the kid will stand outside the dugout and yell at the coach things like, you're going to lose. <laughs> and at one point, Jimmy, the coach, chunks something at him and like yeah. doesn't knock him over but stuns the kid like he wasn't expecting someone to throw something at his face. <laughs> and it shuts him up. It's so funny. Were you surprised to see Madonna and Rosie O'Donnell? Oh, yeah. How have we not talked about them? They were one they of were my great. favorite parts as a kid. They're so funny. This must have been... Not too long after this was when Rosie O'Donnell had her own TV show that was like daytime talk show that right. I remember, I remember watching that. and really loving. But weren't they so funny? They were. They were like, they had great chemistry together. Yeah. That also made it feel very 90s that yeah. they were two of the characters in it. But no, that was probably, I think, other than the few random episodes of her show that I saw, like the only other thing I can think of that I've seen Rosie O'Donnell in was uh, Tarzan, Disney's Tarzan. Mm. She's the voice of one of the 
now I can't even remember the name of her character. Mm-hmm. A monkey? One of the gorillas, yeah. The main one. Yeah, Turk? Turk, Turk. yeah. Turk, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. how fun. That's a good movie, too. Wait, have we done that one? No, not for this. Ooh. Wait, are you sure? Yeah, we haven't done Tar. We did George of the Jungle. Oh, same thing in my brain. Yeah. Have we watched Tarzan recently? No, I haven't watched it in years. Oh, maybe we just listen to the soundtrack every once in a while, and that's yeah, what I'm because, thinking of. Yeah, because it's so good. Phil Collins, man. Let's uh, get off that Rosie O'Donnell tangent. Yeah, but what? no, they were fantastic, and I thought they were really funny. They provided, they were the ones providing more of the comic relief of the movie, sure. which is what, again, you would anticipate the Tom Hanks character doing. Yeah, or something absolutely. Like that. But yeah. And it's, I think it's fun to see Madonna do things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what did you think about the song? Did it get stuck in your head? The song they all sing? Oh, they're they're like team song. The no, all American team. Such... We come from cities <laughs> near and far. It's such that like old style. Like, We've patriotic... got Canadians. Yeah. Irish ones and Swedes. We're all for one. We're one for all. We're all American. Beautiful. Beautiful. It gets stuck in my head. But no, not, on a monthly not really, basis since this movie came out. I don't know. It's just like some of that 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 style of song for whatever reason doesn't. You get didn't stuck in my like head. it? No, it's not that I didn't like it. It's just I not one that's like in my it. in in my head on repeat. Oh well, totally unrelated. But this also just popped into my <laughs> head. What about that terribly uncomfortable scene when the guy from the army comes in with a telegram and they take oh, forever to reveal yeah. whose husband is dead? Because that's the whole thing, like, because Bill Pullman is Dottie's, Dottie's husband, husband, Gina Davis' yeah. character. We haven't met him. We right. just know we he just know exists. They're in the army. This is all taking place during World War II. And so, yeah. And then, obviously, a few other women on the team, their husbands are also at war. And then, well, yeah, and there was... Pause. The the war is why they're playing baseball, right? Right. Because there were not yeah. men available to right. be athletes. And so... Um, Bill you know, Pullman. Yeah, Bill Pullman and all that stuff. And so, they get a telegram because that was always like the fear that you were going to get the telegram at any point, you know, right. You know well, you see an officer like walk in and you immediately know somebody's dead and you just assume it's, it's Dottie. It's her husband. But yeah, it's just like how they, it like, he doesn't give it directly to the, to the wife. Cause like the name's wrong or something. No, He's and, saying he can't deliver it and he's going to have to come back because right. the name isn't on it. That's what it is. And Tom Hanks like forces it out of his hand and pushes the guy out the room. Cause clearly we need to know whose husband is dead. Right. And he deli- he opens it up to see who it is and delivers it, and it's no, it's not to Dottie, it's to another player. But they it's draw so it out really, really long. How they do it, yeah, it's yeah, like it, it's sad. like panning the camera or the camera's traveling from like Tom Hanks' point of view, looking at all their faces, and of course they're all like terrified. Well, and, and he's like walking as slow as possible, yeah, and it's like deliver the news, like, man. Of course, hovers in front of Gina Davis for a second and then moves on, and and then like turns, it's like gives it to the lady next to her and like here. It was so sad. Well, if you haven't seen it, uh, here's a whole bunch of spoilers. (laughs) Kit, the younger sister. Is this a 19, what, 94? I'm not worried about spoilers. If you haven't seen a league of their own, screw you. I mean, I hadn't until a month ago. I know, exactly. (laughs) Well, Kit, the younger sister, ends up getting traded to another team. And of course, that team plays um, Gina Davis's team in the championship. Yeah. Um, and, uh, Kit ends up winning the game for her team. Finally, but out it of her kind sh- of seems like, shadow. well, it kind of maybe see, or, oh, maybe we need to talk about this. Did you not kind of get the feeling that Dottie threw it on purpose so that Kit could win? Oh no, I didn't. I think always that. kind of felt that way because she doesn't really care about the game. She's just here for Kit. 
Right. So I always kind of felt like she screwed up on purpose. So oh, no. I thought, I thought she still tried. She was like, Kit, oh, maybe I'm I, wrong. Feel, I felt like she would feel like Kit would be more upset at her. Or if, if she let she, her have it. Yeah. And then at the end of the movie, uh, all the women come back in older age and they're doing a reunion at, um, like the, you know, they may have actually been at the baseball hall of fame. Yeah, they were. I um, think. Oh really? Yeah. <clears throat> Cause it was like a big like display and like, it seemed like right. a, a museum type thing. So yeah. So maybe they were really there. And then it shows some of them playing a game again in as older women, um, there at the baseball hall of fame. So what did you think of it? I really liked it. Like, I don't know why never saw it before. Cause I mean, you know, it's a good true life sports story, but, uh, but and no, Tom Hanks. Yeah. And Tom Hanks, which y'all watched a, we lot, watched of a lot of Tom Hanks. Hanks. We watched Castaway and stuff like that. So yeah, I don't Maybe know. Maybe this was just never on the radar. Yeah, I guess so. But, uh, but no, I thought it was really great. I would definitely watch it again. Yeah. I thought it held up super well. It's probably been, well, our whole relationship since I've seen it or right. you would have watched it. So I probably haven't seen it in over 10 years, but I thought it held up super well. Um, I really loved it. And yeah, I would gladly watch it again. I wish sometimes that we had cable so that there were just movies on more often. Yeah. Um, Because that is surely one that is still played on TV sometimes. Good old TBS on like a Saturday afternoon. Can we get TNT, please? Sure. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Um, That one would have been a little upsetting if you hated it. I I thought it was great. always loved it. And I'm really excited for the TV show. Yeah, I am too. I don't really know much about it other than that Abby Jacobson and Darcy Carden are both involved, but we love both of them, so I can't wait. Yep, it's going to be good. And if Abby Jacobson, I assume she's a player in it, and if she's competitive like her character in Broad <laughs> City is, it'll be really funny. Solstice it'll be games. <laughs> Jarrett is now caught up on the culture that is a league of their own. Hit us up on Instagram at catchupculture to let us know what you think of it. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next time.